Angela Shauri. Welcome to the studio. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. So, yeah. so Ati, you do what exactly? Ebo, <laughs> explain to the Kenyans who, who you are really, not what, what you do only, but who is Angela Shauri? Uh-huh. So, Angela Shauri, I'm a visual artist, an architectural designer, and yes. I like to describe myself as an all-around passionate creative. I'm the proverbial jack of all trades. I must add some, I guess, but... Um, yeah, the reason maybe I call myself an architectural designer for the guys at the back who who ask this question sometimes yes. is because um, architecture is a very regulated profession and it takes years for you to actually earn the title of an architect. Yes. So I'm still very early in my career. That's why I say architectural designer. But I found myself at the intersection of art, architecture, and technology. Okay. Yeah. So so, that's, so that's the ones that we know as a, you become an architect, as our parents used to <laughs> yes. say back in the architect. <laughs> Yes. You build houses. You build how you design houses. You design and then them. You give the engineers to figure out the science behind it. Yes. And then you, the contractors go ahead and build it. But the idea is really selling the dream to clients. The dream. Okay. Uh, so architecture then li- lends itself and its design and yes. its vision to the engineers who say you yes. can't put the beam here. This house can't stand on one exactly. leg. And then the contractors <laughs> come and implement. Yes. So it's okay. actually a, an umbrella industry called the AEC industry, architecture engineering construction AEC. many people yeah many people actually cross from one to the other because they're very interconnected and um, yeah that's that's basically what it is okay. and where I am right now okay yeah. interesting we've hosted an interior designer before so right. I guess the, they would be like the fourth letter or yes, the fifth letter oh, yes, in AEC it's an, it's da, 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 I yes. it's a group effort <laughs> yes. yes okay so yeah. you talked about the intersection between right. this space that you're in yes. and technology mm-hmm. so, so talk to us a little bit about that please Right. So interestingly enough, I think um, maybe I can start by saying that one of the things that I believe is really underrated Mm -hmm. in this profession is how diverse it can be. Yes. Uh, I don't think people talk enough about how... um, how many opportunities or how many different careers that an architectural degree can give you. Mm-hmm. Can Many people go into furniture making, other, others go into game design, mm-hmm. others become traditional architects. So for me, I got to a point where I was always I was battling between the art and the architecture, finding space for both of them to coexist. And I think with the with my passion for technology as well, I found this perfect space called extended reality, mm-hmm. which is it's basically creativity and technology combined. And that, that was ideal for me. Um, so it wasn't entirely random how I got into this space. Yes. Yeah, but um, I'd say it's just one of the things I've learned how to embrace and to run with it as it comes yeah you take sp- it and run with it you yeah. speak of extended reality yes. i've heard of augmented right. i've heard of virtual mm-hmm. and the extended in so the extended is actually just like the aec i mentioned yes the extended reality is the umbrella body that takes into account the virtual reality the augmented reality and the mixed reality. Okay. So oh, there's another mixed there's one. Another, mixed is now when you combine the virtual and the augmented. Yes. But extended reality is just the umbrella body, and okay. it's basically a field for creative technology, for lack of a, a better word, a simpler way to put it rather. Yeah. 98.4 Capital FM. Well, we're continuing our conversation with our guests. And the first thing I want to ask you, uh, Angela uh, and George, what, what insect annoys you when it enters your house? 
which is the what is the one insect are you like are you are you like those people who see insects or dudus and run away I've become more forgiving to mosquitoes since flies have really been doing their thing. Eh, Ebu, excuse me, forgiving? How do you forgive? How do you forgive mosquitoes? They're really a bit too too arrogant. It's rudeness. <laughs> too rude. They come with rudeness. They come with an attitude. Yes. Poji, what about you? Which which insect needs you? Just me. I'm you. still at mosquitoes. You're still at mosquitoes. In fact, <laughs> I'm, I've just learned there's a skill to forgiving mosquitoes. <laughs> When you forgive them, that means what? You allow them to to drink your blood. Yeah. This is what you allow two, them. Two and sacks say, minimum, <laughs> and then they, they have to now leave <laughs> after them. So much they'll do. Also, I hear once they they've once they've nyonyad that thing, they can't do much. Yeah. Do they? Is it true that they die? Is a lie. Is a lie. Yeah, it, it helps a lie. them. Well, their, it helps them grow and, and make grow more and eggs. Just be healthy. Let me just tell you, I have <laughs> a solution. <laughs> I have a solution. My good friends at Bagon keep saying right. that the home is your sanctuary, mm-hmm. and you are one who helps us to imagine what our homes can look like so really if you want to deal with mosquitoes doodoos flies squarely i don't want you to be part of the hit and miss squad those are guys who throw slippers across the bedroom you leave a footprint on your wall on your ceiling we don't want that to be the case no slipper swatting no pouring of hot water which apparently is a thing be reliable be swift be effective with your time and don't let insects spill steal your precious time and the one solution we can promise will work for you is big on multi-insect killer and in fact i think all architects all contractors need to have a packet of bacon in their pocket saying as we design your home and make it put one in every room all right let's get on to more serious uh, conversations right now about what you've been sharing with us angela um so i asked you before the business news about whether one can make money in this space do you find that the ability to use technology and leverage it makes you deliver on a client's requests faster um, what other things can we do with this skill that you have in this cross-section you've spoken about? Right. Um, so, I mean, in regards to technology, I'd say 100%, like anyone who's not noticed how quickly technology is evolving and becoming a part of our everyday lives mm. is really in for a rude shock. They are sleeping like you're that. Sleeping <laughs> yes. <it> and it's <laughs> going to leave us behind. Yes. But um, for this particular industry of, the, of extended reality and creative technology, mm-hmm. One thing that's for sure is that it's still in its um, early adoption phase. So not too many people are onto it, and it's not yet been adopted by the mass market. Mm -hmm. So I'd say that there's still a lot of hype around it. People still trying to figure out what's this space about. What does it have to do with the metaverse? Some Mm -hmm. people think it's something that's just here for a bit and it's going to go. But I think the idea behind it is um, it's... As I mentioned, at least the way I'm pursuing it, mm-hmm. it's at the intersection of creativity, technology, and um, the architectural industry. So I feel for me, can pursue mm-hmm. um, with this kind of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Also think about it in the sense of, like any, without mentioning any brands, mm-hmm. there are people who sell fast, who have fast food restaurants and they sell chicken, right? Mm-hmm. And the farmer at my shags in Gidongori is also selling chicken. They're both in the business of chicken, but they're approaching the di- the business differently. differently yeah. So I think the most challenging thing or the the where the, where you can make your mark and make a difference and find money is if you can really learn how to use it and think of the best way to apply it in this day and age mm. and that's why I got into this whole program called state of the art yes. because um I wanted to 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 be demis- I wanted this technology to be demystified to me. Yes. It seemed like it's so far out of reach. Mm. It's not accessible to everyone, yes, but as I mentioned, because it's still in the early adoption phase, so 
with what I've been able to get out of it, just in terms of the knowledge, the the IP, yes. in terms of being able to put a project forward, I think that's so invaluable for me, at least in my field. And I see that the future of architecture is going that way. We're always trying to design bigger buildings, better to do it faster and to save costs here and there, yeah. and to make them as efficient as possible. So all that just screams tech, okay. you know? Okay. Yeah, so it's somewhere that I see the industry is going, and I'd love to hop onto this bus. No, you, it sounds because I think the summary is yes. that everyone will will always want to eat chicken. This right. is this is the summary. <laughs> the summary. Chicken exactly. must be eaten. How you whether you boil it, whether you fry it, whether you do whatever, chicken yeah. must be eaten. Must in the same business. So your your gentleman next to you introduced yeah. himself as your bodyguard, yes. uh, and I, I want to jump uh, over to you right now, Podgy, because I I saw some communication somewhere that uh, you have a new title and it is that of curator uh, of this state-of-the-art exhibition. Maybe just talk to our, our listeners a little bit about that. What is the state-of-the-art exhibition 3.0? All right. So um, state-of-the-art is is a brainchild of, of two companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is called Black Rhino VR. Okay. And Black Rhino are extended reality evangelists. Hey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They have a guy called Brian Afande who travels the world yes. and gets resources and equipment to come and train young people in Kenya about how this technology can be used in different art forms. Yes. And uh, three years ago, he managed to partner with Gote Institute mm-hmm. through a program they have called Jenga CCI. Mm-hmm. And Jenga CCI supports... Um, projects in the culture and creative industries. Mm -hmm. And one of them is State of the Art, which empowers a select group of artists every year. So we're in year three, Mm -hmm. which is why it's uh, SOTA Mm 3.0. You know, I even brought you a little SOTA 3.0 gift. SOTA. SOTA SOTA is an acronym for State of the Art. art. I see it. And so so State of the Art 3.0 is the third installation of this project. And what happens, for example, this year, 70 artists applied. And from the 70, they select six. So there's Angela, we have Adam, uh, we have Husna, we have Gavin, we have whoever left, Lizzie, and we have John Maronga. So mm-hmm. six artists were selected, and they went through a, a four-month training around VR, XR, uh, augmented reality, mm-hmm. how these tools work. So for Angie, who's an architect, how can this work based on her existing environment? Mm-hmm. And once they were done... Uh, you asked about how they make money. So mm-hmm. Gote commissioned the six artists to be able to put up um, an exhibition to showcase their work. Mm-hmm. And for that exhibition, they needed a curator. Mm-hmm. And so a curator is a, is a mix of an event organizer mm-hmm. and an art artist manager yes. and, a, and a space manager. And a, an appreciator and of an art. And an appreciator of art and okay. a consumer of art. Yes. And so what um, myself and the larger team have been able to put together is a 22-day exhibition mm. that's currently running at the basement of the mall in Westlands. Uh, the mall is the old mall in <laughs> Westlands. They have a basement. <laughs> the original the mall. The original yeah. mall. <laughs> and uh, we have an exhibition running there. It's amazing. You get to see the work that the six artists have been able to create in VR using mm. only four months of training. And the projects are amazing. 
We opened the exhibition this past weekend with uh, the German foreign minister who was in the country. She was blown away. Yeah. And and I think there's an opportunity for people across ages to come and just see what technology is doing for art and what young Kenyan artists are able to produce just here in our city of Nairobi. Nice. And and so we've had amazing experience and we're here to just welcome all of you to come and check it out. We we still have two and a half weeks to go, so it's an open invite. It's okay. free for all to attend. So at the mall on the ground floor basement. In the basement. In of the, the basement. Mall. Yes, and you'll see us there. It's called State of the Art. State of the Art. I'm a sorta. Sorta. So so question. So the six artists, Angela is in architecture. The other five are in which sort of uh, areas of art? They're all in different fields. Yeah. So um, we have a two D. Um, illustrator. Yeah. We have an animator slash cartoonist. Mm-hmm. We have a fashion designer um, who's actually having a talk. If you're in Westlands right now, just run over to the mall. Kimbia. He's he's doing a talk around how extended reality and fashion and design. So he makes skateboards. And one of the things he's been able to do is create for you in virtual reality what skating in Nairobi looks like. What? And uh, if these guys free, we see here, I think guys actually you see, so some now, of my colleagues here. Yeah. yeah. So if I can do a shameless plug on the 19th, which is next Saturday, yeah. Um, our good friend Juakali will be joining us for the exhibition to showcase this skateboarding side. Dope. The skateboard exhibition is called Juanikali. <laughs> and so, and boom, so, boom, uh, Angie's Angie's <laughs> is called an Odyssey of Thyself, yeah. and so we have six different exhibitions essentially showing as one, and oh so you're able God. to just come and witness different worlds. There are some that are trippy. Uh, some people go in for two minutes and they're like, that's too much happiness for me. Eh? I just want to stay in yeah. this world of so machine. Is there like a health warning somewhere? I guess there for those is, who there. come and say, I can't manage. Well, um, a part of, part of, also, mm-hmm. part of also why the, the exhibition is running for so long is because we are allowing people to kind of slowly walk into the tech. There's yeah. a lot of tech anxiety. There's a lot of articles you'll read about people who've been in headsets and injured others, people who die in a game and then you injure yourself in real life. Mm-hmm. But because the technology is heavily associated with gaming, mm-hmm. we think a lot about that side of, of how it's used. Okay. But part of what we're doing at the exhibition is you'll also meet a very well-trained team that can talk you through what the technology is, what it, what kind of feelings it evokes, mm. and and how you manage this, and then how you continue to then grow or manage this relationship with the technology. Okay. Yeah. I think when we come back, I want to ask uh, anybody out there who, if you've got any questions. This is a great time to send them in at the Jam Nine Eight Four on Twitter. Use the hashtag Drive Out and hashtag In Style. Any questions for our guest Poji, the curator of Sota Three Point or Angela Shauri, who is one of the artists. Who who's uh, being exhibited or is exhibiting uh, her work along with five others at the mall basement in Westlands. We're also reminding you that you can get your bacon multi-insect killer right now and defend your home, ladies and gentlemen, from these annoying insects because it's time for us to take up this battle. You can get three pack sizes available in any supermarket, 180 ml, 300 ml, and 500 ml value packed. What you need to know is that it kills on contacts and the products are available in an odorless variant if uh, you are like me and you have mato allergies all right this is the jam we're going into the news headlines and the world of sports let's see what's going on there and we'll be right back after that this is the jam 98.4 capital fm
This is the jam on 98.4 Capital FM. As one who struggles to find like dope titles to songs, when I see Garagetcha, I'm like, okay, I've gotten ya. What do I what do I write in response to like JD? Ah, these are the thoughts in my mind. This is the jam on 98.4 Capital FM. I gotta get you more information from the people in the studio today uh, as we talk about SOTA 3.0, the state of the art uh, exhibition 3.0. And I see here this amazing sort of like uh, brochure uh, that has all the information that I need to know. But I hear, I see rather, uh, the title is Darubini. Um, as an expert of French, please explain to us <laughs> what what is a Darubini or what what is that? All right, so Darubini is a telescope. In what language? In, in Kiswahili, Sanifu. My gosh, Casey Darubini. Shout out to my Swahili teacher, Ustad Wala Binwala. So, in case you speak fluent Swahili like us, uh, Darubini is a telescope. Okay. And uh, so, part of curating an art exhibition is being able to theme the work of the artists into yes. one one communal theme. Yes. And initially, we thought we were going to make it cool and fun. We uh-huh. called it Mziki. <laughs> it was going to be about artists and bringing music together. Yeah. But um, really what happened is all the artists, once they learned the tech and they took their own styles, ended up creating experiences that are very introspective of mm. our human experience. Mm. Um, y- there's one experience by Husna on Yathira mm. on Instagram that's about growth. And, and she depicts our growth in life as plants. Mm. So you get to, to walk through homes of plant humans and to see how they grow <laughs> and understand their stories. Um, there's another uh, lady called Lizzie, mm. right? Lizzie Arts on Instagram. And Lizzie is exploring grief mm. through her story. Mm. And her exhibition is called The Queen is Dead. And I promise you, we, <laughs> we, we themed Was it. this before? We themed it before, before the queen Lizzie. died and, and then suddenly. And her name oh, is Lizzie. Dear. It was, I'm telling oh, you, our, we are so ahead in this virtual <laughs> reality. We have seen something. <laughs> so when you enter something like Lizzie's The Queen is Dead exhibition, yeah. it takes you through the four stages of grief, grief but yeah. from the eyes of the king. Mm. So the artists have been able to look at things that are, are so personal to us. Mm. And when you come to the exper- uh, exhibition, one mm. of the things we've tried to do is help you look at your life through the art that these people are creating. How does this connect to you? How does this connect to our everyday society? So Darubini, when you wear our VR goggles, uh, ideally our VR goggles are looking at you. It's a U-shaped telescope. telescope. So you wear it and and it shows you a little bit more about your life and the society we're in. Okay, great. Angie, let me ask you, um, what's been this experience like? What has the experience been like for you? Um, if you were to summarize it, if you were to talk to uh, an architecture student who's listening right now, mm-hmm. um, who's thinking, mm-hmm, is this something I should bother with? What would you What would you say based on your experience? Right. Um, A bit closer. Okay, I'd say for me, to be honest, it's been very cathartic just because um, it's gotten me to a point where I'm finally being able to pursue my career the way I would love to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pick and choose, like, which one will be a side hustle, which one will be a main hustle. Like, as creatives, I feel sometimes we're forced into a box where you have to put cre- push cre- creativity aside mm-hmm. into a side hustle. And 
um, even from my architectural peers, um, I know of so many of them who, you know, architecture is that course that you kind of get into if you don't make it into medicine. <laughs> it's really higher the, high on the bar of like those more challenging courses. Yes. And it's unfortunate that many people leave that experience of, of going to six, year, six years of university. They're creatives at heart. They're passionate about their, their studies. But like you go back into this cycle of practicing traditional architecture, many people lose out on opportunities to integrate into the traditional architecture. And um, so for me, it's it's been powerful to even show my peers, my architectural peers, that you can be so many things. Mm. I know I can just name drop a few people, like Nameless himself studied architecture. Yes. And look at him living the best of both worlds. Yes. Um, Mr. Mutua Madeka, who many of us might know, he also has his background within the architectural space and he's pursuing photography on a different level. Os- Osborne Masharia, you know, just to name a few. Mm. So I think it's it's powerful for architects to also just... T- leverage on all the skills they learned while they were in school when it comes to presentation, branding, um, ethics, just dealing with human beings in society and yeah. just creating a space for themselves even as they wait for more doors to, doors to open. Yeah. And for me, I'd, I keep saying that I'd go f- for architecture interviews and they'd look at my portfolio. They're like, you're a bit too creative yeah. or artistic for this space. Yeah. You can down it down and <laughs> do your portfolio. Functionality again. is exactly. what we're looking we are, for. We really yeah. want to see engineering yeah. stuff here. Yeah. But then now when you go to the architects, it's to the artists rather, you're a bit too technical for them. Like what's with all this technology? Mm. So this space of creative technology for me, I feel it's it's for anyone and everyone who's passionate about learning, learning quick and the kind of information we've been able to get. They've squeezed what would ideally be done in a two-year university course, mm, a master's in course four months, into yeah. four months. Yeah. So it's been extremely intense but also rewarding to see us engage with guys like Poggi mm-hmm. and yeah, just to have people come and learn about what this technology is all about. 98.4 Capital FM well, this is the jam on 98.4 Capital FM, and we have been inside with Angela Shauri and, of course, Poji Rosso, the or George, the curator of Sota 3.0. So, just it may be in closing, um, my dear guests, um, you did say that the exhibition is running for 22 days, but it started on what day exactly, George? Um, the exhibition opened on the 5th on and the will 5th. be running all the way down to the 27th of November. Okay. We are open every day of the week. That is Sunday to Saturday. Sunday to Sunday. Okay. Plus Mondays. Plus Mondays. Every day of the week. <laughs> yes. From 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay. Um, if you have a school group, so what we've done is because this thing is open across ages, mm-hmm. if you have schools age 10 and up, um, universities that would like to visit, you can follow Gote Kenya or Black Rhino. Yes. Just drop us a message. We can book for you a private session in the space. Yeah. But generally, the exhibition is free for everyone. So there's no f- no fee to attend. There's six amazing artists who have created exhibitions in VR yes. that you're able to come and experience. If you've never experienced a VR exhibition or a headset before, yeah. come to the mall. We have some experts from Black Rhino who will walk you through the process and nice. talk to you about the technology if you're curious about learning how it works as well that is the place to be so the mall westlands we're at the basement 9 a.m to 6 p.m every day until the 27th of november let me ask the kenyan question nigapi 
Hakuna kuna malipo. Comps, kuna comps. Hakuna malipo. It's free if you come. In fact, we will give you things. We'll give you some stickers, some yes. pin badges. Yeah. We got you. And we brought for you lovely ladies some t-shirts as well. So oh, wonderful. You guys get to join our state of the art we family. We are going to be branded. You guys are going to be part yeah. of our Jasota. state of the art. Angela Shauri, I can't wait to see what you've created uh, together with the other five artists. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for So openly. Um, and I can't wait to see what you do now that you have this knowledge. Yeah. Uh, for those of us who have a caprot of land somewhere, we might be coming to you to say, Sasa, yes. <laughs> help me with the vision of how I can see the moon both yes. from the toilet and my bedroom. Not just see it, you'll feel it. <laughs> what? And you'll hear it Stop. at the same I can't, time. I can't deal. I can't deal. It's too much. Thank you yeah. so much for coming through as our in-style yeah. guest. It is 5 o'clock time now for the news. And remember that if you have uh, time that uh, uh, you want to maybe... You had yesterday, there, were, there was news about uh, South African uh, visas. Have you had? Well, South African Airways is now back in Kenya with an office right here in Nairobi. Uh, and of course, you can tune into Capital in the morning to get all the details about where they are located and how you can book a world-class trip to the destination of your choice. The ones who know fly SAA, which is Skyward, of course, and South African Airways. All right. So it's time now for the news. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more information and more music and more niceness just for you. 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98.7 98